Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant, and this is the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where I am committed to resolving your child's exhausting sleep habits so everyone looks forward to bedtime. But what happens when maybe only one of you is looking forward to bedtime? Maybe it's just mom is looking forward to bedtime and dad is already getting really anxious and stressed out because he knows your toddler is about to stall you to pieces. He's about to ask for all the books to be read in the house. (laughs) Or maybe your husband's getting frustrated because you are enjoying nursing or rocking your baby to sleep and they want to try something different. Or maybe they're not a part of that process. Today's podcast is actually going to go through something kind of difficult. I hear one thing over and over and over again with my hundreds of clients in these last three years, I have heard you say, Becca, I really want to work with you. I really do. But my husband said no, and I don't know what else to do. First of all, I have to always honor. I want both mom and dad to be on board. I never, ever want to get started with a family where mom is like, 100% let's do this and dad is against it adamantly. That is the worst situation to get started in. Everyone needs to be 100% ready to make change. Maybe not 100% like, yeah, let's do this because honestly, nobody is. Sleep training is hard and that's why I have my job so I can keep people accountable and walk through things. But I really want both mom and dad to be ready. And so This podcast is to do one of two things. One, I want to encourage dad that you are not feeling alone in these feelings of, you know, wanting to help the family yourself and not wanting to outsource things or maybe trying other things. And before you seek help, I also want to encourage mom that you're not alone in this. You may feel like everybody around you has their kids sleep all put together. And I don't want you and your partner, you and your spouse to become this stumbling block for each other. I want you to know that you don't have to be tired parents. You just don't. That's my mission. We don't have to be tired parents. We fall into this trap thinking we do. But before I get all riled up and on my soapbox, y'all, I want to walk through the three most common phrases that I hear from dads. And dads, I'm not picking on you, but this episode is just to go through these questions that I know you have in your mind. You might not be saying them, but you have them. And I want you to know that there are answers and that these excuses are just that. They're excuses that we can look through to find some actual solutions. So the first thing I hear from dads is, you know what, let's just try one more thing. Like before we talk with Becca, let's just try one more thing or let's give it one more week before we really commit to working with Becca. All right, here's my my comeback. Okay, great. I'm so glad that you are dedicated to helping your child. So I would love to know, what's your plan? What are you going to do? And more often than not, when I ask that question, what's your plan? What are you going to do? I never get an email back or I get... Uh, we're going to cry it out. (laughs) And y'all know because I covered in my previous podcast what cry it out really is, but this is the problem. There is no action plan. So when dad or mom say, oh, no, no, I'm going to try one more thing before I talk to Becca or before I seek help from someone, the problem is there's no action plan. You're just saying this in hopes that maybe something will miraculously change or that at 2 a.m. you'll have a light bulb moment and, you know, I'll automatically come up with the best situation for your family. And that's just not the case. When there's no action behind your intention, it's not going to work. 
And so this is why I'm passionate about this is because no one is going to go through this, oh, let's try one more thing because there's no plan. There's nothing around that that will actually help anybody. And the root of the unfairness on this phrase is that your child is getting the brunt of this. Like you're going to not put any action plan behind it and you're going to be unfair to the ways that you try to implement sleep training methods. And it's just not fair to anybody, especially your kid. The second thing I hear most of all is, oh, this is probably just a phase, so we're we're just going to wait. All right, well, what most people do is wait. Most people sit back and wait. But the thing is, if you really want to not be tired anymore, and if you really want a full night's sleep, and if you really want to have your evenings free to have dinner together and not be stressed about the rest of the night, you've got to change things. Because I hate to break it to you, it's not a phase. Your child, even if they're going through regressions like I've covered in previous podcasts, those only last two weeks. And so these phases that we think, oh, you know what, this eight-month phase of you not sleeping well, oh, it's about to end. I uh, know. <laughs> they're not about to just magically end one beautiful night. They really do take time to reverse these habits that you've built. And that's where I want to know what are you going to do? Are you going to do what most people do? Sit back and wait and continue to be tired and let these horrible nights build up? Or are we going to make change and see a change within three nights? So doesn't that just make sense? Like we could sit back and think, okay, I'm just going to let this phase pass me by. And I cannot tell you how many emails I've gotten two to three months later that say, okay, Becca, we've tried everything. Let's get started. And that excites me because I know that you guys are ready to make change finally. But it's also this bittersweet moment of reflecting back and thinking, gosh, It's been two to three months since we last talked about how horrible everything is. Now it's just gotten worse. We could have solved things within two weeks time. And I want you to do that. I want you to look at your calendar and I want you to see whatever day that you can commit to getting started, whatever sleep training method you're doing, whether you're working with me or doing your own thing, I want you to look at the calendar and carve out two weeks of being at home two weeks of being at home to make that change because it's not a phase. It's really not. If your nights have gotten worse and worse and you cannot even remember the last time that you had a good night's sleep, it's not a phase. This is your reality. But we're hiding behind the reality in hopes that it maybe is just a phase. And oh yeah, we're supposed to be tired parents because we have kids. And that's just that's just what it is, right? Everybody's tired when they have kids. No, 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 no. This is why I have my platform. I want to spread the news. We don't have to be tired parents. So not only do you maybe not have an action plan because you want to try one more thing, not only are you living in a disillusioned reality that this is a phase, because it's not, you also might be asking yourself, but I don't understand, like, why do we need to get somebody to help us with our kids sleeping? One of my favorite, favorite testimonials about a year ago, I worked with a mom and she said, Becca, I have to be honest. I came to you so embarrassed. And when I hired you, I was still embarrassed. And I would tell people like, yeah, we hired a sleep consultant because my baby is nine months old and she's still not sleeping through the night. She said, Becca, by the end of our first week together, my attitude changed to like flipping my hair and saying, oh yes, I have a sleep consultant. Do you see the difference in that? Saying, I have a sleep consultant versus I have a sleep consultant, right? I mean, it's this amazing change. And if there's one phrase that I keep hearing you tell me about the feedback from this podcast, 
I have talked about the fact that I hope that sleep consulting becomes so normal, like a lactation consultant or a doula or a midwife. We're in the same industry. We are helping families make positive change for their health and for their well-being and for childbearing, right? And child rearing and all these good things. We want you to have a confidence that comes with parenting. And part of this is you got to sleep well to be confident, right? And so the reason that you can seek help with someone is because for one, you are in your own little trench and you just can't see out and you do need someone to reach down, pull you up and get you on the right footing. We also need to seek second opinions, right? How often if you get the news about something, maybe medical, you've got to go to another doctor and get a second opinion, right? Well, I'm your second opinion. (laughs) You might have talked to your friends. You might have talked to people and they say, ah, you know what? It's normal. You know, my, my kid didn't sleep through the night until they were three years old. Well, I'm your second opinion to let you know a little reality that your kid can sleep well. So not only is this not a phase, and not only do you have no action plan because you just want to try some ambiguous thing in the middle of the night, the reason that you can get help is because we need to ask for help. We've got to have somebody able to dig us out, to get us on the right footing, and to actually see results. Again, there's that measurement, and I find dads really like having a measuring stick when they see how they can best help their family. I want to see a difference in just a few nights' time. By night three, you need to be seeing a change in things, and if you're not, then it's just not working. Okay, if you are a visual person and you want more, guess what? I have a download and not even like put in your email address, get the download. I mean, go to my show notes right now, open it up and you are going to see 13 questions that dads ask. These are the most commonly asked questions that the dad poses, sometimes mom, and they want to know more about working with me. And I want you to be fully aware of everything that I tell dads and moms, how we can prepare, what it's all about. Is there a guarantee? What if this doesn't work? All of these questions that you have inside your head and you've been wanting to ask me, I lay it all out. So head to the show notes and read all of the answers to the 13 questions that I am most commonly asked by dads. If you are listening to this and you're a mom and you're like, yes, thank you. I have been wanting this because I'm ready to get started. Forward this to your husband so they can read it. They can soak in exactly what we're going to do together. Or if you are looking at this as a dad and you're listening to this, hey, thanks for being here. I really appreciate you. And you want to try and get your wife on board. This is for them too. So it goes either way. It's just that most commonly I'm here talking to the dad, letting them know that this is a thing. Sleep is a thing and we don't have to be tired parents. So make sure you grab that download, 13 questions that dads most commonly ask about sleep training. I am so grateful that you were here. Y'all make sure to connect with me over on Instagram at littlezsleep. Thank you to everyone who is leaving the best reviews. Y'all, it is so much fun. I love opening up iTunes, reading your reviews. It just really helps this podcast. It just helps it get out there and for people to see like, wow, this podcast is for me and it's exactly what I want because your before and after stories are awesome. So thank you to everybody who's leaving a review on this podcast. It makes me so happy. Thank you. I am looking forward to seeing you here next week. Sweet dreams. See you next time.